Healthcare and pharmaceutical companies have been at the forefront of all our minds over the last year in the fight against COVID-19. But what's it like to start your graduate career at one of these vast multinational organisations? Find out in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome again to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects, here to help you achieve your career goals. I'm Dan Mason and this episode features a conversation with Joshua Carney from the healthcare giant GSK. Now, working at one of these really huge global organisations is something that a lot of students and graduates aspire to. And if you're one of those people, then Josh's insights here are well worth a listen. And it can be quite daunting trying to navigate all the different options, finding out what's available and understanding where you'll fit into this um, enormous organisational structure. We discuss the range of graduate programmes on offer at GSK, from HR and finance through to engineering and R&D. And we also touch on topics such as application processes, why you shouldn't worry too much if your CV is a bit light on work experience due to the pandemic, and how a huge company like this promotes diversity and inclusion as well. So let's get started. Here's Josh to introduce himself. Hello, uh, my name is Joshua Carney. I work for GSK uh, and my role is Early Talent Attraction Specialist. Uh, so my role focuses on how we're advertising our roles, how we're recruiting and attracting students to our future leaders graduate programs, our placement programs, our apprenticeships uh, and anything for students right at the very beginning uh, of their careers. So yeah, thanks very much for having me. Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know then, could you just give us a bit of a quick overview of, of what GSK is as an organisation? Sure. So GSK is one of the largest healthcare companies in the world. Uh, so the organization focuses um, on pharmaceutical products. So it makes those kind of life-saving medicines. It's also one of the largest vaccines uh, companies in the world uh, and also makes consumer healthcare products. So those are the products that you maybe have you know, used yourself, seen in supermarkets or boots, things like Aquafresh, like Sensodyne, toothpaste, like Panadol, uh, loads of household names are all, all made by GSK. So quite a wide range of, of healthcare products are made by the company. And our, our head office, so we're a UK-based company, our head office is where I typically work, uh, not there today, uh, but that's uh, located in West London. So like you say, a really large organisation. Can you tell us a bit in a bit more detail about the opportunities that you have there for graduates in particular? Yeah, so um, our best known kind of option and a program for graduates is called the Future Leaders Program. Uh, so the Future Leaders Program is a kind of structured graduate program across a variety of different areas within GSK. Um, so we've got uh, Future Leaders programs within areas like technology, various different strands of engineering within research and development and lots of different options on our kind of business side of things so within finance hr procurement a variety of other areas as well so they're rotational programs so um, a student or a graduate would choose the area the function of gsk and the program they'd like to apply to uh, they'd come in on that program and do various different rotations um, within that part of the business with the idea that they'd get quite a, you know a broad understanding of how that function actually works and you know when the program ends and when they're rolling off hopefully be able to roll off into into quite a decent quite a senior role um, within that function within GSK. 
There's a lot of training and investment goes into our, our future leaders on that program. And that's not the only kind of route into GSK. Um, there's also a variety of different, we call them direct entry positions, which are simply roles and jobs that come up that are at the suitable kind of level for a graduate or a student leaving university. So they come up quite frequently throughout the year. They're not you know, a part of a program. So there's not that kind of rotational element to them. So if students are like really sure about the, the function or the area or the role they really want to come into and they don't want to rotate within different teams and that kind of thing, those uh, direct entry positions can be a really good um, fit as well. Um, so yeah, there's a real variety of, um, of different routes uh, into GSK for graduates and for students. Yeah, so like you say, a lot of variety and a lot of, um, you know, while it's a healthcare organisation, just lots of different disciplines as well academic backgrounds and things so what is it that you're looking for thinking particularly about your graduate programs what is it Mm. that you're looking for in terms of skills qualifications um, you know degree subjects other characteristics yeah there are certain programs that require specific degree subjects for example if you're applying to a role within engineering you might need to have a you know a relevant degree for that however there are a a variety of programs and i'm thinking some of our commercial sales and marketing some of our hr kind of programs that are open to all degree subjects um so no matter what you're studying there would be something that would be a be a good fit i'm sure um we don't necessarily for most of those programs we're not asking for specific grades um or you to have you know extensive previous work experience as well we kind of run a strengths-based recruitment process. So it's looking at your individual motivations, your individual strengths. We want people that are really, really motivated to come and work for GSK, have those kind of uh, the right strengths to, to really actually enjoy working here too, and also share. And what is very important is um, for people to share the, the GSK values. That's uh, a real large part of what we're looking for in terms of respect for others, showing integrity, transparency, um, that focus on the patient with everything they're doing is really important to us um, as well. So that's really, really key. There are a few kind of other things that I think can help you do um, really well in a GSK process or, you know, when actually joining the program. And I think there's um, a few kind of important things in terms of that interest or that kind of curiosity uh, about different technologies, I think mm. it's always very good. You don't have to be kind of uh, a tech genius or anything. I'm certainly not. But I think <laughs> being open uh, to those kind of new ways of working, new tech is, is always really, really good. I think it is called the Future Leaders Program as well. So that kind of being a bit more proactive, being a bit more driven, it's a very, I guess, ever-changing program as well. As soon as you're kind of up to speed in your rotation, you're moving on to the next thing. So that being able to show, I suppose it's learning agility or, you know, adaptability, you know, those are very, very key as well for, for someone to actually kind of succeed on the program too. So there's a variety of things that can make you kind of stand out in terms of those kind of hard skills that we're actually looking for. You don't need to have loads of previous work experience. You don't need to have the highest grades. I think those those values aligning with those of GSK uh, and that right motivation, I think, is probably the most important thing. Absolutely, yeah. And so you've mentioned there that you, you focus on a strengths-based recruitment uh, process. So how does that look in terms of the ap- actual application process that um, applicants will go through and how you assess them? So it starts with a very quick eligibility form. So that takes you know a couple of minutes. Uh, then the, the first kind of proper stage is called the world of GSK. So that's like an online test where candidates would you know, watch some videos, given different scenarios. Um, it gives you a real good introduction um, into into GSK. Um, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll watch a variety of different videos from different business functions as part of the company. Um, 
so that typically takes students maybe an hour maybe a little longer uh, to complete and again that's um, partly based around those GSK values that I mentioned a little earlier hmm. provided um, you know the candidate has met the benchmark for that uh, the next stage is called GSK life and that's what we sometimes describe as kind of a job simulation uh, so there's a few questions that relate more specifically to the role they're actually coming in on um, there's also some questions about um, a candidate's motivation. So this is kind of like a, a another sort of much shorter online test. We really want to see people here that are really motivated for the role, motivated for the company. Um, provided that the candidate has, you know, succeeded and passed that, um, and then get invited to our assessment centre. That would be the final stage, um, which for this year and possibly for for next year is going to be a virtual kind of online assessment centre. That's a mix of uh, strengths-based interview, some individual exercises um, for some of the roles that are a little bit more technical. For example, within tech, within R&D, within engineering, there is potentially um, a couple of technical questions, a technical element to that as well. Um, but yeah, that's uh, our final stage. And hopefully after that, it would be accepting an offer to come and uh, join GSK. Cool. OK. Um, and just to add on to that, you mentioned there that um, assessment centres this year, next year, you're thinking are going to be uh, virtual. Do you have any sort of idea longer term yet? Do you, do you plan to revert to in-person when that's possible again? Or, or has virtual assessment centres worked so well? We've heard from other employers that they're, they're looking at carrying those on. Yeah, I think it's a little bit early to uh, too early to say. I think there's advantages yeah. to both. I think, you know, the virtual one certainly logistically is easier for candidates not having to travel, you know, all the way. Uh, and it's sometimes easier for, for assessors as well. You know, we we often get candidates from all across the country traveling down to the, the office to come and do the interviews. And of yeah. course, if they can sit at home and do it, it's a lot easier for them. Um, however, there is advantages to be able to actually coming and meet the people and see that site that you're actually going to be based at um, so there's certainly advantages to both and I don't think any kind of decisions been made yet um, on what the kind of longer term um, assessment centre is going to actually look like. Uh, another impact of the pandemic of course has been that on um, not only students um, study but also their ability to get work experience, work placements a lot of employers have done virtual placements, so there have been some opportunities, but obviously there's a lot. It's much reduced from normal. And so there will be students who are coming out, who are graduating, maybe concerned about their CV, not quite looking like they would have expected it to at this point because of those lack of opportunities. How how are you as an organisation approaching that? Um, obviously, these students have been through a tricky couple of years. How will you be taking that into account in your in your recruitment? Yeah, so um, as, I, as I think I touched upon, we're actually, we don't require students to have any previous work experience. You're not asked about that as part of the like interviews or, or anything mm. like that. So if, you know, I, I know it's been a bit tricky. There has been some industries and some companies that have been hiring fewer than they previously would have. So there are, you know, a slightly reduced number of placements and roles and positions available for students to get work experience but that isn't going to necessarily hold you back uh, when you're applying to to us but also a lot of other companies that do that kind of strengths-based um, recruitment it, it doesn't you know impact on how well you'll be able to answer a lot of questions in uh, those interviews and the other parts of our um, assessments either so really don't worry um, if you haven't been able to get kind of any work experience you don't need to to come and be successful and apply to one of our programs that's fantastic. Um, and so then for those who do apply and are successful, could you just give us a little bit of an insight and maybe an overview of, of what those first few weeks and months look like in terms of how the programme works, its structure, the support they get, that kind of thing? 
Sure. So before they start, we'll um, arrange, there's a number of kind of webinars and kind of keep warm activity is what we kind of call it. So um, students will get or, or graduates will get introduced to each other, but also um, some of the different employee resource groups that we have, some of the different kind of networks that we have within GSK before they start and give them a really good introduction um, to kind of, you know, welcome them in a little bit. When they start, typically they'll have kind of uh, obviously a line manager, but there's... Um, for, for many parts of our business, kind of a program manager that looks uh, after lots of our graduates. Um, so there's certainly a lot of um, people or places to go to um, to have advice and really to, to kind of welcome um, student into the organization. Um, we've got um, employee resource groups that they'd certainly be um, uh, recommended to, to join if they are interested um, in areas like the Women's Leadership Initiative, uh, the Disability Confidence Network, um, Embrace, which is our, our BAME employee network, and, and a variety of other ones as well um, that new graduates, new people joining our company at any sort of um, level are really invited to to, to join uh, when they actually start at GSK, which I think really, really helps. There's also a network of current graduates, which all around the world, which, you know, arrange a real variety of social events, networking events, development opportunities, that kind of thing, which I think is very, very helpful um, when you're joining a new company, especially an organization as huge uh, as GSK. Uh, so, you know, it's a fairly large program. We don't take on hundreds and hundreds of graduates in the UK, but there are a real variety of other um people joining at the same time uh, as any of our students so it's not like they're joining on their own uh, and coming into that huge organization which I think makes it a little bit easier as well um, so there's, yeah a lot to learn in the first few um, weeks and months but I certainly think there's a you know plenty of support and you know advice for uh, those new people joining the company. Okay and another another priority for a lot of students or, or valid graduates is that they're joining an organization that is diverse and inclusive um mm. what can you say about gsk's culture and policies in in that uh, regard yeah so I, so i mentioned those employee resource groups and i think they're a yeah. really good um part of a uh, part of our company so as i say the women's leadership initiative the disability confidence network embrace spectrum which is our lgbtq plus uh network and there's a variety uh, of other ones as well and i think that's yeah a real benefit of working at such a huge global company is those networks that, that we have here. There's also a real focus in, in terms of the GSK culture around this kind of three pillars of BU, feel good and keep growing, especially that kind of BU one, which is the idea that, you know, anyone coming into the company, anyone joining the organization has, you know, something unique, has different perspectives, different experiences. And that's something that's actually, you know, um, really valued. And I think that's something that's very, very, you know, important um, at working at, at GSK. So it is a very, very kind of um, diverse culture uh, that you'll find within the company, um, especially uh, at, at GSK House. I haven't been there uh, for uh, for quite a long time now, but it's, yeah, it's always, uh, I always do find it a very kind of exciting and interesting um, place to work with people from, you know, all over the world working uh, within GSK House, which I personally find really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just finally then, um, students get bombarded with lots of information about graduate programs at this time of year here, about these first two years, um, you know, when they join an organisation, but less maybe about what the longer term career development options will be when they join an organisation. Is there anything you can tell us about um, that kind of thing at GSK? What pathways may open up longer term? Yeah, there's no limit, really. It's um, very much on how that, that 
that candidate, student, that grad actually performs on the program. That's the only going to be the limit on how far they can kind of go within the organization. Um, so our previous CEO before, so our current CEO is Emma Walmsley, the CEO before her, um, Andrew Whitty, joined GSK as a graduate, I think. So there is, you know, no limit on how high within the organization uh, you can really go. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, a you know again another real benefit of such a huge global organisation. There's so many different opportunities and so many different career paths and so many different you know locations and functions, um, which I think again I think is quite an exciting thing about working for the company. Fantastic. Well, Joshua, thanks so much again for joining us. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Thanks once again to Joshua for joining me here on Future You. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any episodes. You can also listen at prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts where you can find full transcripts of the episodes and do please share this with anyone you know who might find it helpful. Search for graduate jobs at prospects.ac.uk where you'll find everything from the big graduate programs like GSKs through to roles with smaller organisations, SMEs if that's what you prefer or fits your career plan uh, better. There's loads of careers advice and job profiles on there too. Finally, you can get in touch with any suggestions, comments or feedback by emailing podcast at prospects.ac.uk. That's it for this episode. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.